This is episode 11 of the Status Quo Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I am your host, Jake Coferl, as always with... Dario. What is up? What's up, guys? Welcome back. Welcome back. This is, we're like, you know, over the hump now. We raced to 10. The hump. And that was like super big. And we Mm. had a million followers Mm. and listeners. And now we're on 11. So here we go. Yeah, we're here. 10, we battled it out a little bit. Did something fun. I think uh, we had some good feedback. I think we're going to try to do the battle episode a little bit more. Do a little, you know... Yeah, and I'm little battles. Whoop your butt again. And uh, maybe as you know, idealistically, as we get bigger and longer and a bigger. But ideally, though, what? We'll uh, do a little competition. See what people give us feedback on who wins. Ooh, then winner like, and loser. Yeah, mm, yeah. I think that's something for Twitter, like a Twitter tweet. vote. A yeah. tweet. A, a t- poll. I'm not a big. Twitter. Guy. I'm not a big Twitter guy. Huge are you? shout out. Huge Instagram guys right here. Oh God. You can find me in a deep Instagram. Dude, hole. So I thought That's why I, I have to really delete it. I have to delete it every once in a while. I thought it was really bad. I really did. I thought I was like horrific. You okay? are bad. About two two hours a day, I think it was. No, no, four hours a week. That's what it was. Four hours a week. Let me explain. Okay. It was like four, three forty five, a little bit over four one week. Uh weekends crushed me. <laughs> That's like straight so screen the, time. The lazy, the lazy weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's straight screen time. So we all post this in our group chat, and one of our buddies, <laughs> Ben, put it in, and it was something astronomical, like eight hours, like, d- like a day. No, 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 dude, eight hours over the span of a week of that straight screen time. That's yeah, but okay, so hold on, because my numbers can look a little inflated. I don't know how to get to it right now, but like I use my phone, like for a lot of email calls i don't know if they count all those no 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 no, no. they know they count they count each app what you're doing Hmm. like no no it's it's pretty in in depth so i'm talking just straight instagram yeah that's tough i've had four hours a week which is dude that's a lot of time for four straight hours like of no that's a that's a lot i don't think i work four straight hours of just doing work i'm just i'm just kidding (laughs) well four straight hours i mean that's tough they say you go what 90 minutes and no i have about four meetings i'm just kidding yeah, no, no but, but in all honesty, I, I, you know, I don't think uh, I, I have. So anyway, he had like eight. It was crazy. Yeah, crazy. that's a lot. I was trying to all find right. it on, on mine, but I can't figure it all out. Right. So anyway. People don't care about your screen time usage. <laughs> no, no, they do not. But what they could care about is today what we're talking about. Yeah. No, you're, I hope so. I hope so. So we are talking about we work. We work. We do work, but, but literally. The I wish we had effects we like we work. You anyway. No. Yo, do you really think that that would be no. cool? No, I don't, absolutely I don't not. think so either. But we are talking about WeWork. They just last week filed for they filed their S1s um, cuz they want to do their IPO as Depot. soon as you know the next couple months. Yeah. And it is slated to be the biggest this year, biggest ever, one of the two bigger <laughs> than Uber, um, something like 80 plus 80 Billion plus valuation, they said it could get up to, which is crazy, especially featuring some of the things that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I mean, you, when you're comparing it to Uber, I, I, you know, I just think that it's a little bit more of a sound company, like a more traditional. Oh style. well, hold on, you're getting ahead of yourself now. All right, right. Well, then, how about first you tell us this: What does WeWork do? For oh, all yeah, those, I'm assuming everybody those? knows, but what does WeWork do? Don't assume things. Don't assume. You know um, what happens when you assume. Yeah. So, so just like we did an episode. I think it was six, maybe seven, when Something we had like Garrett. That. Shout out, uh, Garrett Huga. Garrett is a friend now, and we uh, we are in Huga's building right now. So at Huga Charlotte, 
Um, check them everybody out. check them out. Yeah, anyway, super continue. Cool. Yeah. So they do the same type of thing. So if you know, which you is ha- which which is shared office spacing, um, otherwise so known as co-working. What? Co-working. Co-working. I wanted to use the word shared to kind of. Yeah, I get. It. I get title. So I think looking back, you know, if you listen to the episode, get a little quick synopsis of what it is. You know, Huga would be a local version of this. Yep. Um, but the co-working space where we work, this is a national, even global now, right? Global uh, company uh, that will do an arbitrage model of leasing uh, space, space, you know, yeah. uh, um, commercial space, and then sectioning it out to make uh, individual smaller style offices. I mean, there are some conference rooms in the place we are. To be honest with you, I've never been in a WeWork. I actually okay. haven't. Um, but you know, for example, our, our podcast studio is here. Some of them have some unique things like photo studios, but for the most part, we work, uh, is really geared around just an office setting to get you out of your house. You know, if you've been working on the road or, uh, you know, alone for a while to get you kind Geek of economy a, people, yeah, kind freelancers, of you freelance, you can also have your private space in there, yep. but, uh, for the most part, it's really geared around being open, being around people. Um, and it's even grown kind of since then. So Jake, I'll let you kind of yeah. wipe the board clean, give your same little. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly right. They have are pretty much exactly a lease arbitrage company and they'll lease space from these huge, usually in very densely populated urban zones, right? Where they're going to have a lot of these gig economy people, um, working and they take out really long lease. They take out 15 year leases, which we can talk about further later on, but that's seen as. In, in two ways, it's both a negative and a positive because they have all those long-term liabilities, but also they have a long time to run their business. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have three different offerings similar to – it's a, at this point, fairly standard co-working model. They have the hot desk, right, which is where y- you just pay to get in the door, yeah. right? You just pay to get in the door. It's cheap. It's cheap. It's like two – I'm looking here. Um, You're I think in you get the Charlotte market? Yeah, so actually just overall what they say it can be starting at 250 overall, come on. No, 250 just to get it, just to get in the building Anywhere. a month. Yeah, what yeah. Is yeah. It like a planet fitness $10 a month. It, I mean, kind of. Yeah, it's 250 to walk in there and use it like a any really? open desk, 250. Yep. So, I pay more than that just to rent space up here in Charlotte. Yeah, with my own company. Interesting. Just so, saying. so then they also have hot desking. Um, or that is hot desking. And then they also have, you can have a private desk. So that's essentially a one desk, not a, not a office, but just a desk is yours, mm. right? So you can leave some stuff there, yada, yada, yada. Then it goes up from there. Then they have private offices and of varying sizes. I think in Charlotte, the cheapest one is about $1,100. That's for cheap. For a two-person office, but I will say this. It's really cool. You know, WeWork offices are really cool, but the two people is – it's a tight two people, you know? Tweet. It's tight. Tweet. Tweet and tight. you have all glass around you in all the offices, fish all bowl. glass. So it's very fishbowl-esque, mm. um, which is interesting. But then one of the – Do you b- like that? I don't. Really? I'm not a huge fan of that, but – I also look like a reclusive person. Yeah, I'm kind of a contrarian in a lot of those ways. Um, So, okay, so here in Charlotte says private offices start from 610, dedicated desk 470, hot desk 320. I Mm. misspoke. 
Still cheap though. Still pretty cheap, but it goes pretty exponential. Um, like if you say you want a one person, one person private office, six ten, then it almost doubles to a two person, eleven forty, and then it goes all the way up. They say eighteen thousand four hundred for teams twenty one to fifty. So, you, so I want to talk about the team thing if you're ready. Which I think is interesting. Can, and I, can I give a quick topic go ahead. on it? I would okay. love for you to. So you know we talked about we work in it's really basic basic term one person. I don't know why this is jumping to my head, but like the loan accountant wants to get out of house, you know, to have an office can, yep. can jump in somewhere for 300. But what I thought was really unique, and this is where you start to see some huge gains probably for WeWork, um, is when they are jobbing out sections and, and big portions. I think it's something up to like a third because they don't want to give out the whole space. They don't want to turn into just a traditional um, broker, if you will. Right. Right. Rent the space and move it on. Um, but there are renting out to corporations and corporations are taking huge advantages here and saying, well, I have a 20 person team in this one region and instead of buying or leasing my own office, right, I can just rent space and we work on a month to month or six month contract rather than doing like a traditional commercial real estate and then having to get the furniture and having to do all of the, um, inside construction that you may have to have for your office. Right. No capex. Yeah, no. yeah. So, you know, you're seeing these big corporations move workers into uh into WeWork and and using their space for both a I guess a cost advantage and for a community advantage. And I think it's also probably a huge if I had to guess it's a huge recruiting tool. Um so I actually I won't name names. But I actually have a buddy who works on their corporate you know, corporate teams, and it's something absurd, and this number is going to be arbitrary, but it's like 50% of Fortune 500 companies work with WeWork. Yeah, I, think, I, I wouldn't be shocked. And all from what you're talking about, you know, renting those spaces, but also doing full build-outs. Like, their contract is to do the build-out and make them cool and hip for those big Fortune 500 companies. Yeah. So they're building out these Google. WeWork spaces um, for all these different all these different companies which I think is super interesting so they're kind of capturing that whole gambit mm. of you know starting with that just lone person all the way up to now these fortune 500 companies I mean listen man we've gone down it with our little car business you know you do you go after the individual or do you go after the corporate chunks and I mean when you look at a company let's just ar- let's just argue here right I don't know Bank of America comes in and rents one third of your office space, or let's say you have three floors, one floor of your WeWork to have their you know remote lo- uh, employees come in and out of it. Yep, that's got to be huge. I mean, you can use that one third and just underwrite the whole deal. Right. You know what I mean? So when you're thinking about a shared economy spaces, and we had our argument last week, right? Like, is it still shared when a corporation comes in? I mean, I'd have to say yes because of the way that. And we can't argue here. We work as a shared economy. There's, there's no doubt. I'm oh, just 100%. playing devil's advocate here just to, to kind of spark some conversation. You know, the uh, now you have a corporation. Like you said, a Fortune 10, 205, 5, whatever uh, company coming in and, and using it. Uh, you know, I just it's just something to think about, right? Like, what, what, does, that, what does that do to it? Is it, is it going to change? Is this just going to be the norm? So that kind of a good little segue here because that really plays into the S1 and how they're mm. really branded themselves. So 
talking about are they a sharing economy company, which we're green. They are. Yes. They are. Ha- but also, to, guys, but it's that idea of, okay, now they're just renting, now they're just building out space for. What's the threshold? Yeah, right. Threshold. Not drawing the line in the sand. But what I'm drawing the line in the sand is they have, if you're looking at their valuation, right, and their tech, they're calling themselves a tech company, mm-hmm. but what's their tech? They're a real estate company, right? That's the big argument. They have an app. An app for what? Can you use multiple locations if you're on part of that hot desk? Yeah, you can use any location. Really? Yeah, well, there you, you go. So there, there. That but what tech? Well, do so you you're need right. For there's that. no tech. There's no tech. But What's it's more of it's more of the social. But more of the grounds that you could say, okay, if I know where the locations are, which how would you find them? You would use their app. But they don't. That's not. You can do. I can use Google Maps for that. I, I got you. But I'm just making the point that. That's how they're well. So listen, if you talk about a tech company sure. and you look at Uber, that's sure. that's tech company, right? Because what's sure. their main driver is the app. They're not renting the cars like they are renting the apartments. I, I hear you. Exactly. No, I got you. Airbnb is not renting like the would homes. You, would you call CLT you rides? Would you call CLT rides a tech company? No, no, no. I agree. You know, but it's interesting. So you're saying that they're not totally a tech company. So are they're more of an arbitrage company? They're a real estate company. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. Um, are you a real estate company if you're just doing leasing, like oh, what we're doing and what companies like uh, Domeo are doing? And uh, so the Cozy, they are they considered um, are they considered realist like true real estate companies? Yeah, it, it so they find themselves so those kind of companies find themselves at the corner of really real estate and hospitality. Um, there's because there's kind of sure. two sides to those businesses. There's you know finding the real estate and building it out. Right, which is more real estate centric, but then you also have the guest centric side. So there's kind of two sides to it. Um, one's not strictly the other, and you can't have one without the other in that business. So that's why it's a little interesting space that they play in of having a little bit of both. I would say, you know, I want m- my company to be viewed as a real estate company, but you have to have both, right? And so you got to have, if you're building a brand like Sonder and Domeo are. They're more of a hospitality company, I would argue, like a Marriott, but not to get too far off track. No, 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 because, I mean, it, it holds some weight here because, well, traditional real estate, they're not a landlord. They don't own um, the land or they don't own the building. building. Yeah, they, don't. they don't even own the fuck the space within it. And, you know, they're arbitrary. They're, they're leasing it, which yep. is, which you know, hey, I mean, they have the rights to... I'm sure do operate their business as they see fit, right? And, you know, within legal confines. So technically they own it for 15 years, you know. Yeah, so what's people, the difference? People say the same thing, like, you know, do you lease something you don't own it? It's like, well, well, if I make my payment, nobody's going to come and get it. Like, I own it, Yeah, right? so that's, that's an argument so in real estate is what's more important, ownership or control? And co- uh, Control is the best word You for know, it. yeah, so ownership or control, what's the difference? Obviously there's differences, but what's more important? You know, who's making the most money? You can argue who's making the most money in valuing it. The term they would use in real estate is like highest and best value of a space. And, you know, what's cool about the arbitrage model that we like is that, and like with all businesses, good successful businesses, you have win-wins for everybody, right? So the landlord has put out a lease rate that they're happy with and makes their building profitable. Okay. Correct. We work signs that they may do some negotiation, sure. but at the end of the day, they both agree and sign. This is what we'll pay. Both of them leave thinking I'm going to make money off of this deal. So win, win, right? Which is cool. 
which I think is a, is a good piece. Now, <laughs> another argument is if you're looking at the S1, you know, WeWork's not making any money, <laughs> so that's a different <laughs> that's a different question. Well, while we're on that topic, let's um, you want to well, banter it a little bit. Let's give uh, let's give some facts. Let's go more with the, you know, the okay, the, some facts. Let's, let's hit them with some facts about WeWork, just in case people don't know. So I'll hit you with one. It was started in 2010, so okay. a little bit right after the the the, the Uber. And the Airbnbs of the 2007, 2008s. And still relatively young, like really young. Mm, nine years. Yeah, that's you know? not, not, not an old company in for that no. sake. But they've grown immensely. Had a headquartered at NYC, baby. So There you go. So right where? 2010, uh, NYC. Wait, All right. quick, quick sidebar. On the island, in the island. On the island. Baby. On the island. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't from. If you say you live in the island, people are gonna be like, think you're a terrorist. You're I'm not. You're not from here, dude. They're gonna literally think you're a terrorist. I'm not gonna. Jo- I'm not joking with you. Try They'll send you to the whack bagel place. Try. <laughs> tell you it's good. Yo, this is the spot. You'll show up. There'll be no line. You'll be like, yo, this spot is great. World best coffee at Will Ferrell in Elf. Th- um, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. So another another cool thing, you know, me nerd down the numbers. Yeah, we work. Get some facts here. We work. Quote quoting Barons real real quick. WeWork's parent company said in its perspective released Wednesday that it doubled revenue in each of the mm. last two years. Okay. But that growth came at a cost. $1.2 billion in sales, marketing, pre-opening office operations, and new market development in the last year. A 316% increase in their cost. In all, the company lost $1.9 billion in 2018. Billion. Another interesting piece I saw. Adam Newman, the CEO and founder. It's only like five percent, by the way, for guys that are freaking out about one point nine billion. It's only like five percent. One five percent of what? Revenue. No, they had revenue of. That's what I'm saying. One point. They they, I think I think they had three billion in revenue. I show. But that's one. That's a loss of one point nine. So that means they sell. They sold. That means they they spent. Yeah. Four point nine. Yeah. Exactly. Billion. Yeah. That's a lot. No, forty seven billion. Well, they're giving them a valuation. Yeah, their valuation. Yeah, 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 their valuation. But anyway, it was interesting to see their growth though. That's one of the big pieces, right? It's all about high growth. Mm. Um, so he they were quoted saying, you know, it took us seven years to hit a run rate of a billion dollars. And then one year after that, we doubled that mm-hmm. to a run rate of two. And then six months after that, a run rate of three. So they're growing like crazy, especially on you know top-line revenue, which is pretty cool. But the losses are incredible. And I will say investor thoughts on it are not good. People are not excited about it. But, but which one of them hasn't lost money? Well, I mean, okay, so that's another good point. You're talking about like kind of our wheelhouse, the sharing economy companies that have gone public. I mean, they're they're all losing money. So all that of all of them. <laughs> so that's a kind of a bigger conversation of is this just the new norm? We're we're all just cool with these hip tech companies coming in and you know just losing money. So I wonder if it'll self correct. And I so wonder if the titans that paved the way, like you remember the MySpace, right? And then Facebook just pooped all over it, right? It was same crap. It really was. Facebook was just better. And so, uh, I love hearing those stories. A little anecdote of hearing those stories of where 
Facebook's like, hey, we'll buy you MySpace. And then MySpace is like, no, screw you. We're going to yep. make yep. it. And then. Like Snapchat? And, and current no, day Snapchat? No, Snapchat's actually doing really well. Well, but Was still, but you think they're going to beat Facebook out? Come on. No, you, no, you don't I don't think, think they're Instagram trying to. Instagram is going to catch them. And then another one is uh, on. how Yahoo like turned down this huge offer. Um, and, then they, and then they're, they're absolutely Yo, nothing. I remember that v- valid. They said it was like a $49 billion offer from yeah, uh, they didn't, Google they didn't or something. Yeah, they didn't end up doing that. Yeah. And Google was like, and then Yahoo was like, no. And now they're valued at $4 billion and they offered them like $1 billion. Yeah, nothing. So going down the. Some of the young tech companies on the public markets. So as of this was just three days ago, three. Uber down twenty two percent from their I- IPO. Buy Lyft down twenty one percent. Buy Slack down twenty one percent. I don't really like Slack. Dropbox down fifteen. Dropbox. Spo- Dropbox. Spotify down eleven. Um, Snapchat, like you mentioned, from their IPO, it's actually only down two percent. Hmm. So they're on their way back. I don't mind Snapchat. I just think that Pinterest Instagram is going to Pinterest. I like Pinterest. Up 77% since yeah. its IPO. Yo, so one of the guests that we're going to have on here, and I talked to him, we got to book him up. Uh, Ray is going to talk to us about some some of the recaps on these. Ooh, cool. These all right, so then we'll, well, then we'll, we'll go back to WeWork. Yeah, yeah, then we'll yeah, save so it he's going to go back. He's going to come back and recap all of the tech company Wall Street. Also, uh, from Wall also. Street um, but, 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 but. I think he's a big Pinterest guy, big Facebook guy, so we'll hear some interesting takes on that as also, well. Also, you're going to have – you heard it here first. Dario and I, we just discussed this the other day. Oh, this is going to be cool. Um, we're going to set aside some, some funds, and we're going to have a, a competition, and the rules are going to be you have to invest in – sharing economy companies yep. which we'll outline maybe we want to have our we'll have our listeners listen a listener uh set that rule but we're gonna have a dario versus jake we buy some sort of portfolio of stocks within those rules and see who performs better you want to do perform better you want to battle each other yeah for sure wow, i don't know if we had enough money to do that but okay Listeners, like listeners. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we see if we can get something funded? That would be cool. As hell. That'd be crazy. All right. Anyway, back to WeWork. So, talking about one thing that I've been reading about is so kind of twofold. One is going to be the biggest IPO, right? Yeah. That's what they're calling it. But then also you have all this negative, negative, very, very negative information surrounding it. And I want to highlight a couple things. So. They have this CEO and founder, Adam Newman, okay? And he has, so in, in tech, they do these things, class A, B, and C class stock, right? And a class, call it whatever, C or A or whatever, or class A is going to be one share for one vote, right? But the shares of the stock that Adam Newman owns and some of the other early investors is one share for 20 votes, so he has wow. all the control in in the company, right? Is so he's going to win. This is one of the biggest biggest things. And two pieces that I think are very interesting and kind of weird and have they've had a light shine shown on them recently is so Adam Newman with all the money he's been making or whatever loans he went and he's bought 10 commercial real estate buildings, okay? Owns them. Uh, 
of some sort, right? He has some ownership stake in the company. Yeah, by the way, he's worth $4 billion. There you go. So big. So Um, you can easily buy them. So he is bought into these commercial real estate buildings, and then thus put WeWork in at least four of them. Okay, so he's bought the buildings with the money from his company and then put his company into these new locations. Are you mad at that? No. So hold on. Let me just finish. So then what happens in commercial real estate is when you have leases signed and you have a higher occupancy, Mm -hmm. the value of the building goes up Mm -hmm. because the value of commercial real estate, for those that don't know, is essentially a multiple or a cap rate of... Your NOI, your net operating income, right? Yeah. So if you own if you own a fifty, just so everybody's clear here, if you own a fifty-story uh, building, I don't know, in the middle of nowhere, Alabama, yeah, it's not going to be worth the same thing if it's on Park Avenue in New York City, right? Just exactly. To be honest, and, and so just keep that in perspective of what he meant. Yep, you so can't just he, build something and say it's worth something. Yep. So he essentially, you know, bought this, bought these buildings with obviously other investors put WeWork, his own company yep, yep. in there, raise the value. So say he bought it at, yeah, a, yeah, I understand. say he bought it at a million, just for example's sake. And then they put his company in there. Now it's worth two or 1.5, right? Mm. 1.5. So, so it jumps by like 40%. Yeah. 50%. Whatever it is. Yeah. And then he goes to the bank and goes, Hey, look, my building, it's worth so much more now. Why don't you refinance me? And I take all my money out, right? In this refinance. Can and you then do that? Yeah, that's the power of can real estate leverage. Can you do that with regular real estate, like personal real estate? Oh yeah. So, we so if you buy a piece of property, in the, excuse me, in the hood, for fix it grand, up. Yep, fix it, fix up. it up. So they call that and it they flips. call that a burr strategy: buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. So you essentially, yeah, same thing. You wow, buy it. At, I like it. Yeah. So you buy it at a hundred. Not the bill burr strategy. We don't we don't condone that, guys. No. So it's. <laughs> So it's essentially the exact same thing, and that's kind of the power of real estate. I mean, that's what Bill Burr did, though. Too. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, so then he essentially goes to the bank, refinances his money wow. out. Wow. So say he bought it for a million. Yeah, and I then understand. They'll, yeah, yeah. And then just for you know, just for some fun math, you you buy it for. 1.5 or now it's worth 1.5 million with a 20% down the wait, bank, wait, 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 wait. we'll Do say 25 25 sure. so 25. times yeah so then they're going to give you 1.25 back so that means at this point he's made 250 he's made no, 125 and he's got all his yeah, cash yeah, out of it. and mm-hmm. he owns the bill that's what i'm saying so. yeah yeah so he literally got he literally got handed 125 from the bank from the bank you ever seen the movie the Jen- bank you ever seen the movie the Jen- bank no? handed him a check a check, guys. So that was seen as kind of fishy so, from investors right. so, and the board of directors. So let's talk about that. So we, we, we so Jake and I's company, CLT, B&B, long-term goals is to buy a property and then rent it to our company, right? Like have a, a separate holding company that owns the property and then sell it to our own rent company, our, our own arbitrage company for Airbnb. Okay. Is that the same thing? Is that bad? Is it good? I mean, when, when, so yet again, when we talk about these thresholds, when again, does it cross the line and do it, you know, our boy did over here. I think when you take in $8.7 billion in financing from other people, it starts to get a little hairy. Yeah, but, 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 the, but, but if, but if the, if the building becomes valued at that and it actually is valued at that, he's not just like getting a shiesty banker to be like, okay, you're right. Right, but then it, it's just it's a lot of 
how it's you know a lot of optics. We always talk about optics. Yeah. Right? So so if if we were crushes and falls, those fifteen year leases become nothing. Now what? Right. That's what you're, that's what you're talking about. Well, it's right? Just, right? I mean, that's what you're talking about. It, yeah, because you gotta take the good with the bad, right? It's yeah. Like, okay, I took this. I took my company. I I'm put it in this building. It's yeah. Worth more, and then obviously if it doesn't, they have to eat that. But I don't know. It's just kind of funny and kind of weird that he can take his. But I mean, that's. That is what it's a it game. is. That's it's it's the game. game. You so, know, that's but I think, so funny. Like, but that's why it gets it. Why I think it's co- a lot of it's coming to light because it goes to the public markets and the public markets don't like that. Yeah. You know, but the public markets like money. And if his. Oh, so, so he bought them privately. Yeah, no, you're right. He bought them privately. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's outside of it. Probably with like an LLC that he owns. Like, yeah. Outside. So, all right. Yeah. Point two, I want to bring up that's yeah, fishy about I this. Know. Okay, so Adam Newman and his co-founder, not his wife. Um, so his wife is heavily involved. She's like the chief branding officer. Um, so they had this LLC called the We Holdings LLC. We Holdings LLC, like the McDonald's real estate company. Right. So We Holdings <laughs> LLC, and what it did was it managed and held equities and other assets for the co-founders, right, and members of We the you know WeWork. So, recently, in recent news, um, WeWork has rebranded to the We Company, right? In this complex corporate structure that nobody can really follow. But guess what they had to do? They had to buy the name We, you know, the We Company from this other entity, We Holdings, right? So, no. <laughs> so no. what they did was they paid. This other company that they own, Robin Peter, to pay Paul five point nine million for the uh, rights to the name. Money, yes, but guess what they did? What? So obviously Adam Newman and these guys own this LLC. Yeah, it's, it's pure bottom line. So they just converted the five. It wasn't a cash deal. They just turned it into shares in the company. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you know, so there's a comment when the rich keep getting richer, right? Like, these are the things that you hear about, and you're like, okay, so when you hear it, and you just logically think about it, it's legal. It's not illegal. It's just... You're, you're, robbing, Peter, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. So if we work right, guys, so what he's saying is essentially if, if we work fails, and he's paid all this cash out to his private LLCs for branding there's rights, no cash, names, though. There's no LLC, cash in that one. He, Either way, uh, fair, fair. You're right. No okay, real so, cash. So, so he, Jake, you're, you, you, you over, you, you got overzealous there. It's not as bad as you're saying because shares, futures, and futures are un. There's nothing. There's nothing that you don't know what could happen. But it couldn't even go public. The okay, company, okay. The company could get a huge lawsuit and go under tomorrow, and he did nothing wrong. All he, he actually is out an asset now. This He's actually out the asset, out the namesake, which is an asset. It's a trademark. It's, it's well, LLC yeah, copyrighted. But but that's an not asset. necessarily. Not necessarily. Doesn't Why did somebody pay for it? It's an asset because they owned it. If you had Google, you're telling me right now with Google, <laughs> the, go, the name, the, the you could make some, some actually, money. I actually own Google.com, just the domain. Sorry, no big deal. I mean, no joke. I I, <laughs> I, I actually, actually heard that's why it came up. They wanted to name it something else. Or I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's true. But yeah, you're just talking. About I know, it, dude. but it makes Shut sense. Up. It would make sense that certain companies have done that. I mean, just being honest. All I'm saying is, if someone you can't name Coca-Cola your company because they'd sue I, you to. I know, but all I'm saying is... So it's an asset. Yeah, but you're talking down to the it just being equity. Um, I think you would take $5.9 million in in shares in future shares. Future shares. But but it's not shares yet. No, no. Yeah, they are. It's shares in the private 
pre-IPO. Okay, but if he wanted to get them back, could he actually get them back at the moment? Most of the times you cannot because... Who? Who's getting them back? Yes, you're right. This private LLC. <laughs> yeah. What? Th- no, why would they get it back? You're not if you get, said li- if you liquidate, sell it. liquidate, where's he getting the cash from? We work in handing them cash. Well, they could. Yeah, you'd sell could it, they? You'd, you'd sell it to another investor. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you could you sell, could it sell it to SoftBank. You'd have to sell it to yeah. You could sell it to SoftBank. They'll <laughs> definitely buy it. Anyway, anyway, I I think no, you'd have to sell it to somebody else. Yeah, no, you're right. I think it's kind of crazy. It is very crazy. and there's other no, other weird crazy. stuff like if Adam Newman dies, um, his wife and two other board members are the only ones that are allowed to appoint a new CEO. So there's weird stuff like I that. like that type of stuff though. Like you know, how Coca-Cola only has two people that have their secret recipe. That's cool. I. Again, I want to fact check you. I wish we had a fact checking intern. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm a. I heard. Um, what was Joe? Ro- what's Joe Rogan's guy in the corner? I don't know, but we need a guy. We need we an need intern. How do we get somebody in here for that? I don't know. So we got to need an intern. I know. We I can't listen- pay anybody. I was listening to the NPR. Nobody's like going to be fact, fact checking intern, and they give them their name blurb, which is kind of dope. Well, anyway. get us more followers, guys. Yo, quick plug: like, comment, share, dude. Seriously, I'm, guys, we're not joking around here. Help us out a little bit. Yeah, like, we'll on. get a fucking guy in here with. She's language. We'll get a guy in here <laughs> fact-checking us. We'll, we'll get screens. We're going to go on YouTube soon. I'm calling it out on this episode. Because oh. Jake's called us out on a lot of stuff oh, that he ain't been honest with, but I'm going to get us on YouTube. We'll do a little video. Guys, we're going to go after it. It's, it's going to be we, great. we got nothing else to do. It's going to be mean. great. And we're going to keep talking about cool stuff like WeWork. Yeah, um, so let's, let's wrap up WeWork. Let's wrap up this episode. Um all right. What so you got? Let, what let, you got? Let me, let's let get me, five, ten minutes here. And what you thinking? All right. So... I want to just I, – I brought it up before. This is going to be for the accounting nerds out there. Um, I brought this up to you earlier. We don't need yeah. to finish on this because I don't think it's, it's a, okay. as exciting, but I think it's interesting. So they got rid of um, – so, you know, everyone – not everyone. People – a real term in accounting is EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, all that, right? So they have something to try and isolate the revenue and cost from like WeWork locations that are up and running, right? To show like, hey, look at we can really make money. Yeah. And that was called a community adjusted EBITDA. Now they got rid of that for this super awesome term. And let's see if I can find it. All right. So for everyone out there, it's called a contribution margin excluding non-cash GAAP straight line lease cost. What the hell does that mean? Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was crazy. But on a broader term, I actually, from a personal anecdote, I actually just started working in a co-working oh, this is office. Cool. Yeah, I think so you should talk, I think you should talk on this for a little bit. Yeah. So be, I just started working here. in a co-working office, um, much smaller. It's actually even smaller than Huga. Yeah. Um, we'll, I'll give them. I can give them a shout out, right? Yeah. So it's blank, blank canvas. My a buddy of mine, Clifford Blankquist, he started this small um, co-working space. Really cool. Really cool is a real estate play. He's a real estate guy, so real estate trying to find the highest and best use of guy. Re- highest and best use of this space. A nice little office condo that they've sparsed off. And I have a sweet little office. Um, it's much cool. better, much better value, I think, than. Sorry, we work than I than you get at WeWork. Much well, less frill. I get a lot less. Yes. But I get more space, which uh, is what I wanted. And I have a corner so, office with views of Uptown. So this so is something really important to bring up while we're talking about it. Jake 
Jake's office is geared niched down for real estate specific. So not, I don't well, think I not, don't think on purpose, but I think just because you know Clifford is a real estate it, guy. They're selling it that way. They well, selling it, it to me. Well, they're selling it to me that way because so we I'm don't have a full market skate. But you but, know what but, I mean? but, but 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 if they brought it up once, they probably brought it up once before. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Hey, it's not riches, he, didn't have the, and niches. he didn't have the sale inception and say, "Oh my gosh, Jake's real estate." And look at this cool sales tactic I could hit him with. Come on, he definitely done it before. Right. So my point being is that they're niching down, and I I see an opportunity here, right? So uh, uh, Garrett went after the the kind of cool, very hip, great brand, very uh, real vibe. Yeah, WeWork has this uptown. Yep, get your nice. You know, Keurig coffee, like this the, no, cold brew, nothing, nitro. nothing against it. I love this place. Super millennial. Yeah, you know, this place here, like you can roll up, like I rolled up in a t shirt and, you know, my workout clothes with a couple of beers. A little funky. And, I, and I, I probably don't smell the best. And I walked in the room to sit down and record. And if I walked into the WeWork facilities, I think I would be a little off color. Probably. I think I would be, uh, you I would know? agree. I would agree and with you. And I think there's a market for it because. You know, WeWork is this giant space, which is great, and I think you need it. And I think that they're gearing it towards some of these corporate companies. Because mm -hmm. So where I wanted to go with this was the location plays into some of the job effects. When you're going after young, new talent, like fresh out of college talent, that's big. Right. Now, if you're in the middle of nowhere because the real estate's cheap, and it doesn't, it doesn't, your company doesn't matter because you don't need the advertising, right? Mm -hmm. When you're a marketing company. Brand new marketing company. You right. need to be in the heart of downtown. You need to be in a hip new area doing that type of stuff. Yeah, especially in these labor markets. You and gotta I be able to retain talent. We work jumped on that. Yeah. We work said this is what I'm going after. Companies like Hyg and uh, Blank Canvas. Blank Canvas with yeah. a Q, right? With a Q. With a Q. Yeah. Blank Canvas with a Q. They didn't Great go after that. Obviously. You know, they went after the true worker that said, okay, they see value like Jake does in a bigger place. I can fit four people in this room mm -hmm. versus the value that I got for what, almost one? Yeah, but like one and Give a half. Give or take one yeah. and a half. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, those are the things that you're going to start to see pop up in this space, whether it's WeWork, ha Huga, excuse me. Um, Blank Canvas. I'm sure there's other ones like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, maybe I'll we just put it in perspective. We work for the same size for what they call, you know, four person. That's mm. essentially what mine is. M mine might even be a, f a five person or something like that. Is double. Is double mine. Obviously, the location's different, and I, you, one would argue it's better, but I... In different ways, I would In different ways, better. yes, exactly. Better is an arbitrary word. Better is arbitrary, yeah. For me, it Not was... arbitrage, arbitrary. Yeah, and, uh, like, for me, I was looking for, like, I'm always going to meetings. So, for me to go up, 25 floors to, you know, a WeWork office was a negative for me. Well, but let me ask you this. For the growth potential of where you are, for the, truth be told, the advertising that you need out of the space itself, do you need to pay for that? Like, do you need a WeWork? Like, would, you, would your company even – would it even be valuable to your company? Like, would it be I don't smart – to get a WeWork space, right? Like, I don't and think it's not even against WeWork. It's about the location yet again in real estate. Location, location, location. You can do anything with Park Avenue, you know, when you have a billion dollars, but when you don't have a billion dollars, what's the point of even looking at it or even would, thinking about I it? I would get marginal benefit from it. So, and I think that's the, the realization that people, you, you know, you make those decisions for yourself. But, yeah. 
Anyway, I know a lot of the WeWork buildings, they're just finishing a third location here in Charlotte, and mm-hmm. they're doing it over at the rail yard, and I know they had, pretty sure they were per 100% occupied oh, or I don't doubt close, it. close to before they even opened. Like so, we said, guys, you know, not only are the individual entrepreneur, the individual you know person that works for themselves, self-employed person, but companies, cor- Fortune I'm pretty sure Bank of America is buying up some space in WeWork. I think they have a whole floor here in Charlotte. It's it's taken off. Yeah, and uh, I can't wait. What, uh, hopefully, we can do this here soon. We can get him on the show. Um, a guy I know, he actually does a co-working space within a co-working space. Wow. That caters to lawyers. Shout out. Yeah, Who is it? Co-law. Call him out. Co-law. See if we can get him on here. Um, Kevin Pratt. Kevin maybe Pratt. We, maybe we can get him on here. Yeah, he um, probably follows you on LinkedIn. Yeah, maybe. Kevin Pratt, you're listening. We're going to get you on here. Yeah, yeah, Huge, huge LinkedIn guy here, you know. If you're related to <laughs> Chris Pratt, <laughs> maybe my girlfriend would love to meet you and him, but So anyway, his is even – his is that's even more niche down. So he's within niche. a co-working space, within a co-working space, just for lawyers. So within WeWork, though. Not within WeWork. Oh, uh, okay. Not within WeWork, but – right. um, So anyway, give me some of your final thoughts, Dario. Good, bad, ugly on WeWork. Do you like it? So Do you not? Are you going to buy uh, it in your little fund? Who knows? Possibilities are endless You, you know, uh, the fun piece, I'm not going to give any insider trading away. I probably would put a piece of them in there. And, you know, honestly, I'm intrigued by a lot of them. So I'm going to I'm gonna have... I mean, there's only so many we can pick from. So well, we're going so to be picking losers out the from rules the start. There. I want to lay out the rules there and figure out exactly Not right that. now. Yeah, no, no, not right now. But um, I think I will have them in there for a little bit. We work. I think, guys, that for example, my company has some some weird rules where, you know, each office is separate from each other and they operate their own PNO. I have to rent desk space here in Charlotte for my own company from within. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird, but PNL. I get it. Yep. We work is cheaper. Interesting. I'm intrigued. For a hot desk. I'm intrigued. So I'm in sales. Uh, yeah, for a hot desk, which is basically how my office is set up anyway. So we have the same shared desk space like i mean i have my own little individual space but so you'd be paying for a dedicated desk uh, in in this case but i would use a hot desk because i wouldn't need a desk i would i would just need a hot desk that's what i would pay for okay right that's that's essentially what i'm paying for here in charlotte if they needed to move 320 bucks yeah and i and i pay about 500 dollars um the point being though that i'm intrigued because i'm in sales right so when i'm in the office in charlotte in 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 my company am i network with anybody no. Is there value for me as a sales rep? And guys, maybe I, you know, some feedback here. I think there is. But is there value for me to be in a WeWork, to be in a shared space as a sales rep? Could I meet a manufacturing company, somebody that's working remote? I, you know, I don't know. I don't think so just because my space is very unique um, and it's not really that techie and open yet. It's yeah, but – Kind of backdoor. But if it ever talking did, about If we want to go from a – like just the – like referral basis, sure. You know, no, that, you're not that, wrong. That can be good. You know, somebody always knows and somebody w- who knows these somebody. Drop shipping companies coming up left and right, right? You know, some of the deals that you know we, we'll keep names out of it. But Jake and I worked on a on a, on a deal together where we were able to link up um, and have multiple companies involved, and it was very cool. And yeah, very cool uh, to do that. And that was strictly referral. Referrals, like, yeah. And so the same thing, right? Like, is so it this, might, is, it might so, be so better. So are, for you. are these corporations, right? Are these corporations, right? Here's where I'm going. Are these corporations seeing value in it? And using it, maybe they're putting the right people in the space. You know, Big you're not going to put your your your, your back end data entry person in there that's just yep. literally head in the computer all day. But you may want to put a business development or a sales role there. Yeah, who's out there schmoozing all day, drinking that nitro coffee at mm. from six in the morning until 
six you, at you're night. Not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, interesting Dario, stuff. Jake Cover, how the hell are you? Yeah. I haven't seen you since the Jergison account. Yeah, I got that face. People like to talk to me. I don't know what <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't know. Your face. Hey. Hey, All right, hey, let's hey. wrap it up, guys. You've heard enough about WeWork, I think. Jake, your last piece. Let's get out of here. Um, so that's my thing. I think I think it's cool that corporations are all yeah, over. Yeah, so uh, my, um, Jake's final thoughts. Um, it's – I like WeWork. I like WeWork a lot. I don't like WeWork after reading their S1 and kind of some of the kind of shady things that it sounds like that CEO is doing. He's not really. They're not actually shady. Um, but this is my, my two cents. WeWork, you – are a real estate company be a real estate company i'm mm. sorry you can't raise that much money from softbank but wow. you're a real estate company and you need to take the real estate multiples i'm sorry you can't take you can't have it all you can't have the real estate play and the tech multiples it's just not allowed and i won't stand Jake for said it. it here first i won't stand for it anymore that being said just for fun i might buy some it's chairs, burning in your ears but whatever all guys right. i'm wow. jake koferl Dario Pellegrino, guys, thanks for listening. Like, share, comment, send it to your friends, something. Help us help you. And this is the Stats Quo Podcast, signing off. Peace.